Good thing that some of the stuff wasn't on there. <laughs> okay. Father, we're praising you. We're just giving you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word. Father God, great and mighty things will take place in our lives, Father God, because we receive it. We are doers of the word. And Father God, I thank the Lord that we progress, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. See, last week, she spoke on anybody. Already, you forgot. Joint heirs. Okay, so... We'll uh, recap a few of these things, some of the things that started out as uh, imagine yourself in a new perspective, all circumstances and situations that have been directed, directed and that have complicated your life no longer will have any bearing or control over you. That's a great blessing to be in, to walk in freedom, not having a care in life, but to enjoy the abundant life. It sounds too good. To be true, but it's true. Okay. Um, and then uh, how, okay, let me read this part here. We're talking about uh, situations, circumstances. How does the Bible uh, tell us to counterattack those things? Um, and we found out in Romans 12, 1 and 2, that we need to renew our mind to the things of God to, uh, to develop as a Christian. And then... Uh, then we found also in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, it's essential that we become students of the Bible. Amen? Glory to God. Um, this is a tool that we need to be uh, trained in to be successful. Um, she's got different notes here that don't apply to me. Okay, let's... Okay, uh, she said she stopped there, but I don't think so. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll start up here. There are essential truths that we must know and be established in. Did, we get, did you get that, the essential truths? Anybody? Can, you, can anybody give me the address on a couple of those? You don't remember? You didn't write them down. Okay, maybe, maybe she was right. <laughs> I thought we went further than that. At least I had a line someplace else. <laughs> okay, the essential truths that we, uh, we need to establish in our lives will be found in, first of all, Romans. Find the book of Romans, New Testament. Romans chapter 3. In Romans chapter 3, we want to go to verse 3. Or, yeah, begin in verse 3. That's Romans 3, verse 3 and 4. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true. But, but every man a liar, for it is written, thou shalt, that, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, that mightest overcome when thou art judged. I don't know how we got that one, 3 and 4. Okay, let's go to Romans 8. Well, our minds will catch up here in a moment. Romans 8. Here we go. 
This is uh, Romans 8, chapter, uh, Romans 8, verses 15 through 17. For ye, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adaption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are, what? Children. children of God. Glory to God. Verse 17, it goes on and says, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if that be, uh, that's all we need to know. We're, we're joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's where she got her title. <sighs> Some of you are saying, oh, okay. I'm here. I'm here. Now let's go to Philippians chapter 2 now. We're going to uh, nail this down a little bit. In Philippians chapter 2. Verse 5, let this mind be in you, which also is in Christ Jesus. So we have the mind of Christ. We are, we are joint heirs and we have the mind of Christ. This is something that we have to develop. Um, in the book of Luke, it says that Jesus grew in favor and in understanding. Okay, so. The favor of God was upon him because he began to study God's word. Uh, Jesus came as a man. He had to learn things, just like you and I have to learn things. And uh, glory to God, he, he caught on and kept us going. Amen. Uh, verse 15, uh, that's 2. That, that was verse 5, correct? Let's go down to verse 15. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. So again, here it says that we're sons of God. This is a blessing. Um, to be born in a household you know, with a silver spoon, as they say, a silver spoon in your mouth. I mean, you, you feel these people have everything, you know. You know we'll, we'll take uh, uh, Mr. Trump and his family. Uh, people would say, you know, those kids are blessed because they were born in that, in that household and whatever they wanted, they got. But you didn't really, you find out that he had them learn the business trade, working with people, you know, like a, like a carpenter. He had the kids go out there and work with the carpenters. Those kids said they knew how to drive tractors and all that other type of stuff. Where they understood the small businessmen or small workers that they had to depend on to grow their business. And as being a joint heir, we have the opportunity to go out and do the same works that Jesus did. Amen? Because we're joint heirs. We need to be able to go out there and do the same works that he did to be blessed, be a blessing to others. That's how, that's how greatness is birthed, that you bless others. It's not gimme, gimme, but give out. I mean, when somebody uh, invite, invents a machine or, or, or a product, it's not for their benefit. It's for others' benefit that 
or it's the consumer's benefit that, that, is, that are blessed by that thing. So you get blessed, but you are blessing others until we figure out that you, you have to give out before you receive, you know, the, the accolades from people. We need to give out. You know, glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go to the book of Colossians, chapter 2 this time. Let's back up a little bit there. Colossians. I went too far. Colossians. Okay, chapter 2. Beginning in verse 12. Buried with him in baptism, wherein ye also were risen with him through the faith and the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you... Being dead in your sins, the uncircumcision of your flesh hath quickened together with him, hath forgiven you all your trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it away, nailing it to his cross. Hallelujah. So we've been, we've been blessed. We've been blessed by the Lord. And finally, let's go to John... First John, and then we can roll on because this is where it changes a little bit. First John chapter three. First John chapter three, looking at beginning with verse one. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew not him not. So we're sons of God. It's, it, it, it's, it's a blessing. Verse 2 says, Beloved, now we are the sons of God. We are the sons of God. We need to have these thoughts established in our minds, thoughts and minds that we might produce things. Uh, until you know who you are, you can't truly operate in life. It's like uh, if you don't have a destination and you just drive, you, you know, you, you, <laughs> you don't know where you're going. You have to have a destination. You know who you are, you have a destination. Okay. Um, let's go all the way back to Jeremiah, the Old Testament. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 1. I know what's in here. Okay, Jeremiah, chapter 1. Glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 1, looking at verse 12. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast seen well, for I will hasten my word to perform it. I will hasten my word to perform it. Let's go all the way go back to where we just left, 1 John. Or, or, yeah, 1 John, and chapter 3 again. 
I will hasten my work to perform it, he says. And, and 1 John chapter 3, verse 22 says, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Glory to God. And turn over a couple of chapters and go to chapter 5 of 1 John. That's chapter 5, verse... Uh, chapter 5, and we will look at verse 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of Him. So here we see that as a joint heir... Our confessions must be based upon the Word. He said, whatever the Word says, we can speak. There's what the power is. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And if we are speaking God's Word, life will come. If we speak our own words or speak others on the negative, or if we speak the world's way, we have death come our way. But if we speak God's word in every situation that we come to, it'll bring life. Something, it'll spring up. Amen. Oh, glory to God. We need to have life. If, 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 if you feel that you're lacking life or pizzazz, if you feel like you've been deflated, Begin to speak God's word. Find something in God's word that tells you who you are. I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. What I, uh, what I declare will come to pass. You know, this is, again, po you have to be on the positive side of things. can't be on the negative side. Okay, glory to God. So, we must not compromise. To do so will bring forth the situation and circumstances that lead to doubt and confusion. So you can't compromise in God's word because it's going to bring doubt and confusion. Okay. As joint heirs we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Go, go forward with me back to the New Testament. You're going to get your exercise today. And find the book of Romans. Romans chapter 5. In Romans chapter 5. We want to go to look at uh, verse 17 and 18. For if, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which received the abundance of grace... And the gift of righteousness shall, shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. The gift of righteousness. We have a gift of righteousness. Therefore, verse 18, by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by righteousness of the, of the one free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. So, Righteousness has given us good life. Good life. Okay. Well, go forward in your Bible towards the end there. Go to 2nd. 2nd. 
Corinthians. And we want to go to chapter 5. And go to the end of uh, chapter 5. We'll find verse 21. It reads, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, but that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We are made righteous. Uh, let's read that from the Amplified. For our sake he made Christ virtually to be sin, who knew no sin, that in and through him we might become endued with, viewed as being in, and examples of righteousness of God. How are we viewed? As righteousness of God. That we ought to be approved and accepted in right relationship with Him by His goodness. So we are righteous. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Time to switch. Okay. Now we can roll. That was all last week. Oh, I forgot to give you a nugget, didn't I? Okay, go back to the top. <laughs> go back to the top of your page. Your nugget is, ability is what you are capable of doing. Ability is what you are capable of doing. So a lot of you have some abilities out there. Amen? Glory to God, I know you got abilities. God's given you grace to... Prosper in abilities. Okay. Okay. Motivation or motivations determine what you do. Motivations determine what you do. Okay. Ability is what you are capable of doing. Motivation determines what you do. Are you ready for the third one? Attitude. Determines how well you will do it. See, a lot of us have jobs. But we have bad, bad, bad thoughts about that job. So our, our attitude de determines how well you do it. I recall, oh, but, okay. Yeah. Going to go, going to go back, back to the military experience. You had guys that, that really were gun ho and, and, and they loved doing their job. And their, their attitude was, yeah, I'm going to get it done. You know, we're number one. You know, you know if you're a Marine, you know, you Semper Fi and the Army, you know, whatever, it's, what was Army? I can't remember. Be all you can, there you go. I don't know what the Navy sink the ship or something. <laughs> And the Air Force, off we go. But, you know, those that, that had the, the proper attitude, they did well. But those that didn't have a, a good attitude, or you, you apply this to anywhere in life, uh, at the job, if they're not doing their, you know, I don't like this job, I just, this job stinks, you know, I've got to do this, i got to do If you have a bad attitude, it's bad. So, going back to these three things, ability is what you're capable of doing. If you have a good attitude, your ability is going to soar. 
And if you have good motivation, it's going to be even better. But it's always going to, it's always going to depend on your attitude. Okay, that's the nugget. You got, sorry I got it out late. Now, going back to joint heirs. We're finding out that as joint heirs, we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God! Amen. We are righteous. Amen. What does that mean? Draw a blank, huh? Okay. I think we just looked at those, right? Okay. Righteousness is a great blessing given to us. Do you realize the value, the valuable gift of righteousness? How valuable is it? What is it? What is righteousness? What, what is the capability of righteousness, your righteousness? What's your capability as being righteous? Enter the throne of God. That's good. That's good. Anybody else? Open, open forum, open forum, 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 forum. Thank you. Open forum. Anyone? Ability to go to God. Okay. Anybody? Okay. Let's go to Isaiah. Find the book of Isaiah. All the way back, Old Testament again, just before Jeremiah. Uh, go to chapter thirty-two. That's Isaiah chapter thirty-two. Oh, glory to God! Hallelujah. Here a few pages turning yet. Okay. Isaiah chapter 32. Let's go to verse 17. Highlight it, because this is righteousness. This is who you are. This is what belongs to you. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. Oh, so there goes some of us. We haven't been in righteousness, or we haven't realized righteousness. That's why we are in turmoil or in confusion. But it says we have the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness will be quietness and assurance forever. Amen. That means we shouldn't be fearful about anything. We, have, we should have insurance. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. What a gift. Righteousness provides peace, quietness, and assurance. I believe we, we have overlooked the value of righteousness in our lives. We have allowed the enemy to darken and hide the essential words that would bring us freedom. We need our spiritual eyes to be open to discern truth that is available to us. Because righteousness, as we have now have found out, gives us what? Peace and assurance and, and quietness. Oh, glory to God. So wherever you are, you can say, I'm assured. You, know, you can be, in, you can be in, the, in the middle of a tornado. You should have peace. Know who you are. You say, well, you don't know me. Well, we've got to come to the point. What? You say, what's, what's a tornado? What did Jesus do when they woke him up in the boat? There was a, uh, a storm. If you look at, look at it, it was a raging storm. But, and the, and the, it had to be a bad one because the, what did the disciples say? We're going, we're sinking. Wake up, do something. He had peace. Jesus had peace, even in a storm. So whatever situation that we might be in, 
whatever was coming down on you, oh, you know, say, well, the boss is down on me, or, you know, I've got to get this job done. You've got to have peace, because when peace comes, you'll have assurance how to get things done. All right? Okay. Glory to God. That's what, what else is, besides the throne room of God, now we find out we've got peace. Uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians now. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, you, gotta, you have to love the Lord for giving us this gift. Righteousness. I've been made the righteousness of Christ, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready on this one? You're going to get your minds blown on this one. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Are you ready? You're going to have to highlight this one. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, looking at verse 34. Awake to righteousness. That means we, somehow we've, we've been sleeping at, at the switch. or sleep, sleeping on our job, okay? As, as uh, Christians, we're supposed to be awake. We, we need to be like in the army, ready to roll. I mean, when the bugle sounds or, or when, when the command says the... Move out, you're ready to go. So we need to wake unto righteousness. We have to know who we are in righteousness. And sin not. Uh-oh. For we have the, for, oh, let's just go right, let's go to uh, verse, uh, uh, from the Amplified, verse 34. Awaken from your drunk, drunken stupor and return to sober sense of, of your right minds and sin no more. What does righteousness do? It stops sin. Look at that. Righteousness will stop sin. Righteousness puts a stop to sin. Righteousness will energize the believer in, into living a strong, productive life. Righteousness energizes the believer into living a strong, productive life. So if we're, if we're aware of our righteousness, we will have a productive life. We will move out and do things because we have peace and assurance that what we do will be accomplished the correct way. Wow. Glory to God. What a gift of righteousness we have. Ah, glory to God. Again, it says, let us awaken to righteousness and put sin in its place far behind us. Put it in the depths of the sea, in fact. Glory to God. Now, as believers, we need to learn to depend on righteousness. Amen. You have to depend on righteousness. You just can't say, well, you have righteousness. You've got to depend on righteousness. So let's go back uh, to the book of Romans in chapter 5. To Romans chapter 5. We have to depend on this. We already looked at this verse, but we'll look at it again. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. For by one man's, uh, man's offense, death reign by one. Much more, much more they which receive abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life by Christ, one Christ Jesus. So we have to depend on this. It's been given to us. It's... it's Let me put it this way. If you have a birthday, or let's go to Christmas, everybody usually gets a Christmas present. 
usually, you know, okay. And they give you a Christmas present. What do you do with that Christmas present? You open that Christmas present. Okay. Well, if you, if you, if you were given a Christmas present, or you gave me a pres- Christmas present, I took that present, and I, oh, well, put it right there, and never looked at it again. Is that my gift? It's my gift, it's righteousness. But if, until I open it and become familiar with it, it's not going to do me any good. See, God's, this righteousness that God has given us, that peace, that security, until we open it and begin to operate it, it's like, like it's not there. That's why many of us are so concerned about things. We don't have peace over it. We have fear. But if we, we, we're operating in righteousness and finding out who we are in, in Christ Jesus and have that righteousness, we, we're, we're able to do great and mighty things. We can stop sin right in its tracks. It doesn't have to bother us anymore. I hate to say it, even, even the temptation to go by the donut shop. You know, that, that, that was a bad lesson. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll run by. In the military, I was, you know, air police, so I got to run around in my little truck. You know. And I got to, at, at, uh, on graveyards, it was my duty <laughs> to, go, to go to the, To the chow hall and uh, sponge some donuts and stuff and bring them to the guys. I'll go find out if they got some donuts down there. <laughs> now, who's going who's gonna to stop the, the cop coming in and saying, I want some donuts. I need 50 donuts for these guys. You know, and, and, and fill up these coffee jugs. We got to, you know, in Alaska, you needed those. Well, you had, you had those ERs, or what do you call those? MRAs. Yeah, you, you had those, John. <laughs> we needed that in Alaska. <laughs> That's how I got started on donuts real bad. <laughs> okay, well, let's go back to where we're losing track here. Oh, okay, let's go. We need, again, we looked at 1 Corinthians 15, 34. It says we need to awaken to righteousness. We have to be aware of what's been given to us to operate in it. Um, let's go to 1 John now. Back to 1 John. I have to hurry because I got another message. Who coughed? <laughs> In 1 John chapter 4, First John chapter 4. Remember, you're righteous. First John chapter 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We overcome. Righteousness gives you the ability to overcome. When all opposition comes against you, we need to be active in the things of God or righteousness. Glory to God. 
Don't expect to overcome unless you follow through on God's word. Don't expect to overcome unless you follow through on God's word. I mean, you got, we, we, we need to be able to sink our teeth into this and digest it and, and keep it going. It's not just one meal at a, at a time. Okay. Proverbs. Go to Proverbs. I know you're jumping all, I have you going all over, but it's good exercise. For those, that, even with the, those with the computer, it's good exercise. Proverbs, find Proverbs chapter 12. This, this verse that we're going to look at has two parts. We'll read both parts, but the, it's the second part of the verse that we want to look at and really be established on. Okay. Proverbs chapter 12, we want to look at verse 3. A man shall not be established by wickedness. Okay, that, that's the part we don't want need, need to listen to. But the root of righteousness shall not be removed or moved. So that righteousness that we have can't be moved. We need to, again, we need to keep it active in our lives. We need to know who we are. And that's, when we know who we are, it becomes more active in our life. Righteousness becomes active in our lives. It remains, we must address its ability in our lives, otherwise it will remain dormant and inactive in our lives. Now, uh, for you that uh, have gardens and stuff, you get bulbs, or what they call bulbs, and they got roots in it. You, you know, you could take that bulb and you can leave it on the counter. That's how they pack these things. Your seeds with the roots on it, and they could be sitting on the counter for a couple, three years, then you take them out and stick them in the water, get them rejuvenated a little bit, and then stick them in the ground, and it comes out. So this is what, what we need to do. We have righteousness, but we need to have it energized. How do you energize righteousness? It's a... What does it say? It's a... It's a root. Roots need water. The Word of God is living water. We need to have the, the Word continually developing our, uh, developing our root system. Okay? Glory to God. We, can't, we, we will not be able to blame anyone if we let righteousness to be dormant and inactive in our lives. Let righteousness become active in our lives. Righteousness prepares you to win the battle. Okay, let's go to all the way back to the book of Ephesians, or forward to the book of Ephesians, I should say. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6, we see there, beginning in verse 10, it talks about the armor of God. The armor of God. Looking at verse 14. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth 
and having the breastplate of righteousness. We need that. We need it. It prepares us to win. The whole, the whole armor of God is for us to prepare, prepare to win the victory and hold back the enemy in our lives. Righteousness will hold back that, the enemy. It stops sin. Recall that, remember? Okay. Uh, you might say, it can't be done. Uh, you don't know what I've done in my life. Uh, anybody recall uh, uh, someone in the Bible called Abraham? Where did Abraham uh, come from? Or where was he born? Or where was he raised? Ur of what? Chaldees, thank you. Somebody remember, Ur of Chaldees. He came from a town or, or a city of Ur of Chaldees. Back in Genesis. Ur of Chaldees is, is a place where they worship idols. So we find out Abraham or Abram was an idol worshiper. In fact, it was the moon god that they worshiped there. Wow. Is that any worse than what worse than you or myself? James says that well let's go to look since we're right right next to James, let's go to James. In James chapter two James chapter two verse twenty three. And the scripture was fulfilled with Seth. Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't think any of us, well, maybe some of us were, we had idols in our lives. You know, but that's been all changed. You have the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. You received him. You have righteousness. And now you're called a friend of God. If he was called a friend of God, hey, you can be called a friend of God. You've got righteousness. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, we, we, uh, we sing the song, He's a good, 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 good father. Yeah. It's who he is. It's who he is. It's who he is. It makes it all possible. God makes it all possible because he's made us righteousness. We couldn't make ourselves righteous. He wants us. He desires us. That's why he adopted us. Amen. Our father was a devil. And he said, hey, I'm adopting you out of that trashy family and you're going to be my family. And all the bad things that you've done are gone. Let's go to James chapter 8. Let's go to James chapter 8. Uh, we're going to look at uh, a couple of things about Abraham here for a moment. Because he is called... Not James 8. Thank you. That, that was a question mark. on. It's just like I said, you know, turn to the book of Noah. You remember that one, okay? Go. So go to... Romans. <laughs> Some of you were trying it last time. I said, go to the book of Noah, and everybody was going through the Bible like crazy. Trying to... It's in the Old Testament, one of those hard spots to find. 
But this is <laughs> Romans chapter 8. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now these things uh, uh, venerate Abraham. Venerated his life. For the law of spirit of, uh, in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Okay. Let's go to now. Book, to, uh, go back to the book of uh, Hebrews. Oh, no, no, I haven't hit Hebrews yet. Hebrews chapter 9 this time. Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 9, looking at verse 14, Hebrews 9, 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your consciousness from dead works to, a, to serve the living God? Glory to God. And now back towards the beginning of right after Acts you find the book of Corinthians we want to go to in that, Romans Corinthians let's go to Corinthians 2 Corinthians pardon me 2 Corinthians we want to go to chapter 6 wow good hurry chapter 6 Look at verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion has light with darkness? So, Abraham separated himself. He got righteous. We need to be righteous. We need to get righteous conscience. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's purpose is to recreate Jesus in us. The more you, it says from glory to glory, he's changing us. He wants to improve our lifestyle, improve our, our life, okay? Uh, since we're right, uh, since, since, you know that one quite a bit. Let's go to 1 Peter. Uh, we're going to 1 Peter chapter 2 this time. Look at this, look at this. 1 Peter 2, verse 24. Who himself bare his sins in his own body on a tree that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. Glory to God. We should live unto righteousness. We need to listen, listen to this and really... Get an understanding. We must focus on who we are. Who we are. We are joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. We are called the children of God. He's been given us righteousness. We need to focus on who we are, not what we were. Too many of us are living in a past before Jesus. We live in the past before Jesus. Oh, you know, I, I did this, I did that. Well, God doesn't look at you as you did this, you did that. He sees you who you are. 
Oh, glory to God. Your sins have been washed away. You have no sin. And if you take 1 John 1, 9 and remove any trash that's in your life, okay, God can say, I see nothing wrong with that guy. I see nothing wrong with that woman. I see nothing wrong with that child. Because you've been born again. You've been covered by the blood. So let's continue developing and maturing in God's word, developing our faith. You're more than able. You're more than a conqueror. You're ready to do great and mighty exploits. You are heir and joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a son and daughter of God. There are no limits. Amen. No boundaries. And you only understand. There's increase all around. I mean, what you put your hand to shall prosper. There's increase all around. It says, stretch forth, reach for that goal. Break forth, break the chains that have been holding you back. Satan, you can't hold me longer. I'm righteous. I'm walking away from you. Release me. Enlarge your territory. You know, that's out of what anybody know who Who's that, that was talking about? That's talking about you, not Jabez any longer. It's talking about us. Amen. We have to believe it, accept it, then go out and do it or live it. You are established in love. You are exercising faith. You are developing virtue. You are walking in Integrity. That's the four things we got out there. You remember that, okay? You're a child of God, and the devil trembles when you walk in your authority. Amen. Oh, glory to God. So let's take charge. Amen. Oh, glory to God. The wife said, don't finish early, but we did. Now, since I'm going to be gone next two Sundays I won't be able to read this to you on, I was going to read if we were here I was going to read this on the Sunday prior to election okay are you ready this is a joke it's a political joke so you know if 